We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Knicks all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Alright, here we go. Salute to Knicks Nation on this Monday night. CP the Franchise here for a quick edition of Knicks Fan TV Live presented by Manscaped. Content day has uh, come and gone. And so I'm just going to give you a couple of uh, quick reactions, recap and reaction to uh, Knicks Content Day. 2022 so lock in hit that thumbs up button for you boys and uh and let's get right to it man real quick real quick as i said this is a uh rapid fire edition of knicks fan tv live because uh i'm watching monday night football watching giants and the cowboys in a nail biter right now man giants running for their life right now can't block anybody can't block your grandma but nevertheless uh, they are still in at six to three as they go into the half. So I wanted to jump on quick and try to jump off before the half is over. So to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Content day in the books. And, uh, you know, look, they decided to call it content day for whatever reason. Not sure. Maybe it was to tweak the media a little bit more. But uh, the, the way that they started out, they had uh, Monica McNutt hosting this content day on the Knicks YouTube channel where she would interview some of the key players, you know, some high level, light, fluffy stuff. And then you would kind of see a behind the scenes look at them taking their pictures, their media pictures and, you know, all, all sorts of stuff and, and making their media around. So the the actual interview with, I guess you would say, the traditional media outlets 
was not televised, but we did get the eventual sound bites as it trickled in. So first up, Jalen Brunson, our new point guard, uh, was at the the podium, and here he was speaking on what he hopes to bring to the team. Um, I, I think I said this a while ago, so, somehow, some way. Um, not a savior in any way, shape, or form. I just want to be able to contribute to a team, and I try to help this team win games. Um, I like the group. Um, can't wait to build more chemistry with these guys. Can't wait to um, see what we really what we can uh, unlock and unleash. And so, uh, I'm really excited. All right, as he said right off the bat, I'm not the savior. I'm I'm just here to play basketball. So, uh, Jalen Brunson quickly trying to uh, you know br- brush the pressure off of himself. And rightfully so, man. I think, look, I think Knicks fans need to kind of, you know, have leveled expectations with him coming here and hope that he can add to the group and and not be someone who's going to, you know, uh, be the the silver bullet to all of this team's woes because it's just not realistic, right? Uh, Obviously, we know he he can bring young 25 years old. uh, uh, The pressure that he can put on defense is by attacking the inside super efficient out of the mid-range. I think all those things are going to help the Knicks uh, just being a gamer, being a pro's pro, coming from a big program in, in Villanova, being well-coached by Jay Wright, you know, coming off of a dynamic playoff performance, as you guys like to say, dogging Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz and and helping lead his team all the way to the Western Conference Finals. You know, Jalen Brunson is a player that's gotten better in each of his last four years. And so he, you hope that he brings that experience over here to the Knicks and just just can be that stabilizing force that this team needs right now, sorely needs right now. But as he said, do not look at me as the savior. Now, the next question was, uh, you know, the spacing and the chemistry between Brunson, Randall, and Barrett. And uh, here's what Brunson had to say in regards to that. Spacing is, is optimized as possible. Yeah, uh, I think uh, Tibbs is going to put us in a position to be successful, first and foremost. Um, I think we have guys who uh, just know how to play the game of basketball to their strengths. And so um, I'm really not too worried about the, the spacing aspect of it. Um, I think we're all going to be willing to make plays for each other. We're going to make the right reads. And... Um, we're not going to predetermine or predict anything that we're going to do in the court. We're just going to kind of read and react and uh, play off each other. And um, like I said, like once the chemistry continues to build and grow stronger, um, I think this team can be very good. We just got to be able to believe and basically fight for an entire long season. Uh, it's going to be ups and downs, but it's how we level out. It's how we stick together through those t- tough times. All right, so he sees uh, no issues with it. But look, it's a legit question. But when you talk about the lack of efficiency by both R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle, uh, the Knicks being one of the worst teams in effective field goal percentage last year, it is a legit question because it's it's not just the three of those guys. You plug in a guy like a Mitchell Robinson who's not going to space the floor too well for you. And then, you know, it, it could get a little bit clunky depending on how they fit. As Brunson said, Tibbs does run a read and react offense, and that requires a lot of chemistry, a lot of communication. And so hopefully, you know, these guys can get on the same page. But we got to give it some time. It's going to take some time for these guys to figure things out because you have Brunson who's going to want to dominate the ball a little bit. 
Obviously, Julius is going to want to, and RJ as well. So it's going to take some sacrificing from these guys, some teamwork, uh, so a lot of off-ball movement if they can manufacture that. And, uh, and you know, let, let's just see where they go. But it's because of the spacing questions why I continue to think that uh, Evan Fournier primarily and Quentin Grimes secondarily will get the nod at that shooting guard slot because you need shooting efficiency uh, to mix in with an RJ and a Julius. You know, you, you can't just have high volume shoes. You got to have guys that can knock it down when a guy like a Brunson is going to be operating, getting some dribble penetration, operating off of the pick and roll. You need somebody that you can rely on to get you a knockdown shot. And so that's why for all you guys in the cam hive, I don't think he has a legit shot at the starting rotation, no matter how good he looks, because we need shooting efficiency, you need balance in that lineup. So that was Brunson on the spacing issues. Now, obviously, one of the big questions that he was uh, uh, asked about was the whole free agency and the, the tampering situation. Here's what he had to say about that. Uh, um, not gonna lie, free agency was kind of awful how public he got. So it was not gonna lie to you. But um, for me, I just I'm a very simple person, but uh, I just I love the opportunity to. Um, come back east uh, in a familiar area where I grew up somewhat close. Um, I'm just really excited for this opportunity with, with these guys. And I think we can do something special. And um, that was very appealing to me just to play with these guys. What, what do you mean it was kind of awful? How public it was. Like, it just, that's, how, that's all. Um, on that note, just the, the league is investigating for for the tampering stuff, I'm just right. what your reaction was to, to that. My reaction to the league investigating? Mm-hmm. I didn't really have one. There's nothing really to investigate. Did they talk to you? Excuse me? Have they talked to you? No. When was the whole summer about you from... All right, so pretty much nothing there on the tampered stuff. Obviously, he's not going to say much. He can't really say much. There's nothing to really say. You know, he came to the team that he wanted to go to, the team that, is, that, that his father's working for, and that's that. I, I hope the league doesn't come out with any type of uh, uh, fines or penalties for the Knicks. Look, he, he chose a team that he wanted to go to, and they paid him the most money. He went there, case closed, you know, throw it out the window. Yeah, I think they, they should just forget about it. the whole tampering thing to me in this situation. And, and in most situations, it's just ridiculous. We all know that these guys are negotiating deals. These guys are, uh, are you know, probably doing under the table agreements way before the moratorium of the free agency period starts. So this whole thing about tampering, things of that nature, uh, I think is just pretty, pretty ridiculous. So um, last question on Brunson that I thought was notable. They were asking him about um, the dynamic with him and Mitchell Robinson in particular running the pick and roll and, and Mitch being a, a lob threat uh, on the Gotham lobs. We're great. Uh, Mitch is, um, he's very active and he's, um, he can get up and down the court real fast. He can do a lot of great things. And um, he's going to open up a lot of things for us. Because once he's able to set screens and roll to the basket, people are going to have to react to him. And so um, that's how we can play our inside-out game. That's how we can get things to the rim, things like that. So um, he's very special. He can do a lot of good things. How do you feel about 
Yeah, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to, man, that 1-5 pick and roll with Brunson and Mitchell Robinson because, as I said, uh, with Brunson's dynamics operating out of that pick and roll, you know, last year, out of the the people who had at least five pick and roll attempts in a game, Brunson ranked first in points per possession, first in points per possession. So, uh, obviously, that's going to be his bread and butter. You got to think Tibbs is going to go to that play. And with Mitchell Robinson providing that vertical spacing, that vertical lob threat, uh, you gotta, you're got going to have to pick your poison there. Now, if uh, guys, guys like Julius, guys like RJ uh, can help knock down some shots, it'll give us even more, uh, it'll be even more effective, you know, that 1-5 that pick and roll if those guys can help space it out a little bit more. You know, so definitely looking forward to, um, you know, that Brunson and Mitch pick and roll dynamic. Also, RJ and Mitch as well. And we'll see how Mitch comes along as, uh, number one, a better screener. And number two, much more stronger and healthy as he comes into camp. Now, Julius was also on the podium. If you guys uh, remember that guy, his name is Julius Randle. You know, uh, two years removed from an all-star, most improved player season. Julius was on the dais, and he was asked about um, how he reflected on, on last season. Uh, I mean, like you said, it's hurdles, ups and downs, all different type of things. But uh, like anything in the season, uh, whether it's great season, whether it's a bad season, um, you know, you learn. And uh, I think I learned a lot for sure. George, what's your reaction to, to Jalen? And, and also Derek coming back from healthy. That's been benefiting you in this team. Uh, it's great. You know, um, obviously those guys are, you know, will get us started. You know, they're, they're our point guards. Um, you know, they get us into everything. Um, you know, they're a huge voice on the court. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited, you know, to have those guys in the mix. You know, me and D had great chemistry, uh, you know, uh, last year and even more so the year before. Um, so I'm always excited to suit up and, and get on the court and play with D, uh, special, special talent. And uh, obviously, we know what Jalen brings to, to the game and what, what he will bring to our team. And, uh, you know, in the offseason workouts and just getting to know each other and stuff like that, it's, it's been great. So I'm excited, man. All right. So, look, he talked about uh, learning from his mistakes last year. And as we saw, yeah, the numbers were there, but something, it just didn't seem like he was quite right last year. There are a number of incidents. Uh, we don't have to rehash everything. Obviously, the thumbs down scenario, uh, the issues with the fans. We know whatever things is, that was going on here, you know, no issues on my side. But um, obviously, you know, he he wasn't himself. And the Knicks are going to need him to be himself. Whether, he, whether you're a Julius fan or not, whether you want him traded or not, the fact is, is that he's on this team. He's going to be on this team for the foreseeable future, in my opinion. And so uh, the 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 success of this team is largely going to depend on the success of Julius Randle. Again, whether you like it or not, to me, he's still the best, if not one of the best players on this team. And he needs to be right in order for this team to be right. There's no question about it. We all know every offseason he comes in shape. He puts in the work. It's all about what he does on the court and what he does in between the ears. That is the key for Julius Randle. But also he talked about the additions of uh, Jalen Brunson and the addition of a healthy Derrick Rose. And hopefully those guys can help him be a better player going into his, his next season with the Knicks. And more on playing with a uh, Brunson and a Rose here is Julius Randle talking a little bit more on how he expects them to help him. Uh, I think it'll be easier um, for me. You know, uh, you know, we had to create a lot, 
uh, with the ball in your hands, um, it can be tough, you know, because the defense has all eyes on you at all times. So uh, for me, being able to get some things uh, off the ball, uh, whether it's running the floor, pick and roll, cuts, offensive rebound, stuff like that, I just think it'll make the game easier uh, for myself um, and I'll be able to help my teammates more. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondering. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is what we've been waiting for since he's been here. Can it finally happen? And, and you got to like the self-awareness with Julius Randle. Okay, yeah, he's talking. You say talk is cheap, play it on the court. But you got to like the self-awareness. Someone who can make him better, whether it's off of the pick and roll, as he said, cutting more off-ball movement, taking the ball out of his hands and allowing him to be a finisher is something that this team needs. As I said, He's going to be a prominent piece in this rotation, in this starting lineup, closing, whatever the case may be. He's going to be one of the guys. Can they finally, do they finally have someone in a Brunson that can help take the pressure off of Julius and help make him better? Finding him shots in rhythm, finding him shots in a way that he doesn't have to continue to force the issue against extra attention, against you know, double coverage, things of that nature. As he said in this in this presser, can they help him out just a little bit more? You know, we hoped it was going to be Kemba last year. That didn't work, and that was largely because Kemba just wasn't right. He, he, he's not healthy. You see him with Detroit right now. He, he can't even – he's not even going to get minutes. He's not even with the team. So he's pretty much done. Can they finally help him be better? He mentioned the chemistry that he had Derrick Rose two years ago. That was certainly evident. You got to expect 
uh, that to be on display again if they get a chance to play together. But I'm hoping that Brunson can help unlock a little bit, the little, you know, a little tweak in Julius's game where he doesn't have to be the engine because that is, to me, part of the reason why this Knicks offense was so dreadful. You know, let, let's just let's just keep it a buck there. So those are the two of the things on on uh, on Julius. You hope that he comes back strong. Now here comes RJ, aka Broadway Barrett, our guy. Now you got a little season preview a couple of days ago when he came on Knicks Fan TV, number one show for the fans by the fans. Yeah, came on my show to talk a little bit about the season, so, but nevertheless, he comes back on Content Day and talks about you know the, the main questions. Uh, this new big three that they have here with Julius, RJ, and Brunson. Here's what RJ had to say about the fit and how these guys are going to succeed together. You see all of that mm-hmm. working offensively. Well, what you just said, that's, that's balance. You know what I mean? Um, balance is kind of the key. You got to have, you know, guys that do different things and uh, that could just play off of each other. So um, I think it is, like I said, I think it's very good for us. This is your. All right, so, you know, he, he, as Brunson said, played to your strengths. Uh, RJ says, you know, it's all about balance, which is fine, you know, if you look at the three of those guys. But, again, when you look at a Mitch, you you, want to find some efficiency there. And, in particular, uh, RJ and Julius playing off of a Brunson, whether it's in catch-and-shoot situations or finishing situations. Is there is there can is there more efficiency that can be unlocked with that group? Will it be a clunky fit as these guys who like to attack in a Brunson and an RJ especially? We're gonna have to see how that plays out starting in the preseason. So let's see how that plays out. All right, and also one of the main topics, uh, RJ on the trade rumors that surrounded him this past off season. Here's uh one quote on the trade rumors. Um. <laughs> this is this is funny because like anyone who's close to me will tell you like I literally like didn't even pay attention to any of it just just for my own sanity you know like I just uh, I'm a big believer in whatever happens happens you know I I played my three years I did everything that I could you know for the team um, for myself everything put my my heart sweat and you know, blood and tears into it. So whatever happened, I was going to be okay with. You know, I know that I know that I gave everything I got. So I wasn't really worried. I wasn't really, you know, too much into a back and forth. I kind of just let everything, you know, kind of go. And, you know, thankfully it worked out for me. There's a couple couple more on RJ on the uh, on the trade rumors. I don't know if you, if you know, but. I'm isolated. You can't find me in the offseason. <laughs> so uh, I'm somewhere ducked off with just immediate family and friends. So get out of here, man. Are you going to come in or are you going to be out? What you want to do? <laughs> no, like I, I, I'm ducked off. So I'm not, I really like from the bottom of my heart mean it. Like I just kind of just let whatever happened happen. You know, I trust, I trust the Knicks. Um, I trust the organization. So whatever they wanted to do, you know, I was, I was okay with it. Was there a discussion with the front office in retrospect, like, hey, um, either we did or we didn't talk about you in trade negotiations? Was there a discussion afterwards? 
um, I'm here. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm here. So I guess, like I said, whatever was going to happen was going to happen. I, I trust the organization, you know, for sure. Uh, 100%. I, I've been here. This is the team that, that gave me a shot, you know. So uh, I'm always going to be thankful uh, to be here. And, you know, they didn't. They didn't have to, you know, sign me. They didn't have to give me an extension. So uh, I'm just I'm thankful for that. You know what? I thought he answered that very, very well. Very mature, very composed. And I thought he answered it as best as he could. Now, do I believe that he didn't pay attention to it? Obviously not. You know, they had the rumors basically hovering over the kid and then signed him to the extension. That was It was a little tricky how that happened. But as he said, rumors are rumors. He's here. He's a Nick. And you move forward. So I thought he handled it well, um, and, and we move forward. Good answers. Good answers by by RJ, man. And shout out to Lex to Destroy in the chat. He said that I did not call him Broadway Barrett, the name I gave him during a Puma interview, and he's absolutely right. I completely forgot. You know what it was? They had Maple Mamba inscribed on the Puma shoes. And so the whole event, because it was the Puma event, I just had Maple Mamba in my head, so I kept calling Maple Mamba. I did use a Star J reference when we talked about him potentially being an all-star, but I completely forgot my question about, uh, about you know, Broadway Barrett and, and, you know, how he felt about his nicknames and stuff like that. So shout-out to Lex. You know, but uh, but RJ does watch the show, so he does know about the Broadway Barrett references. All right, so shout out to RJ. And then he talked a little bit more about um, what he's working on in the offseason. Here's RJ on more. Uh, I just, I've been really been working on being a better, I would say being a better decision maker with the ball, you know, being able to score off the, off the dribble and just really my finishing and free throws. Um, you know, a lot of free throws, a lot of just, you know, finishing through contact, different stuff like that, just so floaters, just so I'm uh, I'm a little more uh, I'm a little more efficient. Yeah, similar, similar to what we discussed in our interview, you know, uh, finishing, shooting off the dribble. You know, RJ went to the rack 41% of the time. It was driving at the rim, 86 percentile amongst his peers, but he only shot 55% at the rim, which is good for 15th percentile. So while the quality of his drives were good, he got to finish. You know, you got to finish, and he was not good at that at all, finishing through contact. Obviously, he plays a more downhill physical game, and so clearly that's something that he's work, that he needs to work on. Another one, as he said, finish, uh, uh, shooting off the dribble. You know, he only shot 33% effective field goal percentage uh, on pull-up shooting, 20-something percent uh, field goal percentage, and, and, and another 28% from three. So that's dreadful. So he, he's working on that. We've seen videos of him working on that. You got to work on it. The numbers are there. He's aware of it. We're aware of it. We see it in the games. Those are some of the things that he has to work on. And I think I truly think he'll get better at it. And he also mentions free throw percentage as Daniel Jones goes down again. Giants cannot block for him whatsoever. He also mentioned free throw percentage, finished at about 74% from the stripe. Obviously, that could get better. And so he, he's working on that as well. So you definitely like what you're hearing from the young R.J. Barrett in terms of trying to get better in his game. Um, here he is talking about Jalen Brunson. Salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. First of all, A.B., I miss my big vet. That's that's. That's my guy, man. That's my guy. So uh, shout out to shout out to Alec Burks. 
Whoa, let me let me post that right there. Shout out to Alec Burks. All right, just kidding. All right, more from RJ. But uh, like you said, Jalen, you know, being being a point guard, he's, he's been a point guard his, his whole life. Basically, he really he really knows what to do. I mean, you saw it um, really in that in that Utah series. You, you saw what he could do. Um, he's he's been a winner. You know, he won in university. You know, he likes to he likes to bring that up. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't believe the Villanova hype, but he really he really does know what he's doing out there. And you know, we already trust him right now from day one. So I think that'll be uh, that'll be really good. <laughs> King Katona said I had that one bookmarked. Obviously, you know that you know that. Uh, uh, j- just for a joke, but uh, RJ speaking highly on Jalen Brunson, and uh, lastly, he talks about. His uh his motivation going into going into next season, man. Definitely an extra motivation, especially you know, getting uh getting to taste what the playoffs is like, and then uh you know falling short there, and then you know to to not end up where we wanted to last year. I think this year we're coming even more experienced, even more hungry. We have a lot of guys that have something to prove, you know, myself included. I got everything to prove, you know. So we're we're really coming with that mindset and. Uh, Definitely think we're gonna shock the world. Said he's gonna shock the world. Look, you gotta like where this kid's head is at. He wants to be better. He wants to improve. He wants to get us back to the playoffs. And look, as I said last night on last night's show, yes, I think a lot of people can realistically pencil this team in as a playing team as it's constructed right now. But things can change quickly in this league. We look at the Lonzo Ball injury with Chicago. You look at everything that's going on, all the turmoil going on in Boston, not just with the coach, but Gallinari uh, being out for the year, where you got Robert Williams with injury issues already. And, you know, nothing's guaranteed in terms of getting back to where they were. The Knicks always played the Celtics tough. They played them tough all year last year, so... You just never know what could happen in the East right now. Um, and, and depending on, number one, the chemistry between R.J. Julius and, and Brunson, how this team defends, who's going to be in there at the starting two, how they infuse the young guys in these rotations, I think a healthy Derrick Rose is going to be impactful for this team as he once was. You know, Derrick Rose also spoke with the media, um, spoke mo- mostly about the weight loss. He's coming back in uh, at his rookie weight. He talked about the fact that he pointed to a lot of, uh, you know, classic NBA stars, old NBA stars who evolved as they got older and made sure that their body was in the best shape that it could be so that they could continue playing the game at a high level. And for Rose, who's still reliant upon the athleticism and the explosiveness that he has left, losing the weight. Uh, it can certainly help. Obviously, it takes more pressure off of your joints, keeps you more agile. And so for a guy like D. Rose, that certainly helps. And so I'm I'm very, very much looking forward to um, the dynamic that, that D. Rose brings to this second unit. Again, him and quickly on the ones and twos, OB again. I, I think D. Rose, man, I'm very excited to see what D. Rose is going to bring to this team because he's still a guy that even at his age and experience in the league, he's still a guy that, you know, probably probably the, the the first guy who I would give the ball to and say, go get me a bucket. So, you know, I'm very much looking forward to to what uh, to what D Rose is going to bring to the team. And uh, Mitch also came up to the podium. Uh, nothing really nothing really noteworthy there. He did talk about the fact that he, he worked on um, some turnaround jump hooks, some 15 footers, 
making his free throws. Those are some of the key areas of improvement that I thought um, he, he needed to emphasize in the offseason. And so Mitch did mention that. He also talked about uh, what a Hartenstein could bring to the team, not just um, as teammates, but also in practice. You know, Hartenstein being a guy that could stretch the floor a little bit, could space it out, could step out a little bit, something that Mitch had has some challenge with with certain bigs. A guy like a Hartenstein can kind of bring a, a little change to that in, in, in practice and, and maybe help, you know, in an iron sharpens iron situation, maybe help Mitch get better in terms of his defense in, in, in guarding guys that, you know, can get out there and step out. So, you know, that was basically it from Mitch's uh, media day content day rather session now the knicks also unveiled their statement game jerseys man and and for those of you that are watching on youtube this is going around the net uh it is jordan brand which i don't like but it's an all navy practically all navy uniform with orange piping orange new york orange number nine orange trim I'm a Navy blue guy. I like it. A lot of fans don't like it. You know, a lot of fans are more with the, um, you know, primarily black jerseys. But uh, look, I'm a Navy blue guy. I like how these look. You know, Chuck, Chuck, my, my OG Chuck D's in the chat. Chuck, what do you think about these statement game, statement jerseys, man? Chuck's always into the jersey designs and uh, loves to, uh, to to design some himself. Very, very filthy with 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 the with the brush. Might I add? So, Chuck, what, what do you think about these uh, these statement game jerseys? All navy with uh, with orange trim. What do you guys think about that in the chat? Is that a cop or a drop? And the OG Chuck D sends a fifty dollars super chat. Says we're gonna surprise the league. Chemistry, defense, and ball handling. Let's go. Let's go. What, what do you guys think, man? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Throw a thumbs up and thumbs down in the chat. And that's that. Tomorrow night, remember, Alan Hahn, CP, on the ones and twos, a tradition unlike any other. Our Knicks season preview for year three. Year three, man. I texted Han Solo a couple days ago. I said, let's do it Tuesday after content day. Let all the content day smoke clear. And let's get into it. And Han Solo said, let's get it cracking. So Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, Han Solo comes back to Knicks Fan TV. So definitely looking forward to that. Remember that this show is sponsored by Manscaped, fellas. Go to manscaped.com, enter promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. Like I said, great stuff over there at Manscaped, man. You got the Lawnmower 4.0 and a lot of other uh, traditional men's products for below the waist, uh, men's grooming products for below the waist. So go ahead and check that out. Manscaped.com, promo code KFTV for 20% off plus free shipping. All right. So, hey, I did this one as quick as I could. Just want to give a, a quick rapid recap from content day. I mean, look, a lot of the stuff, you don't really get too much out of it, but I uh, just wanted to react and give my thoughts on on some of the sound bites that came out of it so very much excited and looking forward to the season we are ramping up the content as i said solo is coming through we got some more guests that we're working on some more uh um season preview type content that we're working on so let, let, let's get it going man definitely looking forward to it and bringing this out for the fans so i'm gonna get back to this game 
tomorrow night solo cp 9 p.m eastern time also remember that this show is available in audio podcast format go out there and go watch that rj barrett interview with cp the franchise don't miss it i'm out of here peace whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring podcasts on the blue wire network Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.